the hours after issuance, see dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Jose Tovar, our producer today. Uh, it is our pleasure, after Hoop There It Is, with Mark Wise to bring in the Gator Athletic Director, Scott Strickland. He is here live in studio. He is here for the hour, and he will take your questions, calls, and comments, 392-8255. You can also email the program, srussell at wruf.com. Scott, thank you, and Happy New Year to you. Thank you, Steve. Hope the uh, year's gotten off to a good start for you. It has, uh, and uh, to rip, I know the outcome wasn't what you wanted, but what a great crowd the other day with Kentucky here, an improved basketball team. That's good to see. Too. Yeah, there's a you know it's a fun team to watch. Yeah, that was a really tough one. Um, that uh, you know those, that was an opportunity for us to, to get a, a great great win early to start conference play. But uh, you know we got eight we got 17 more of those to go and and a lot of great opportunities. Big road game uh, in Oxford Wednesday and then uh, back here in the O Dome and be great to have another good crowd for Arkansas on Saturday. All right, so this is your time. Scott is here live. You want to talk to him? You can call us or email us. Some emails already. Um, Marshall says, uh, season hoops ticket holder, beginning with the first year of the O'Connell Center, the exact tech we model put us in tight chair backs that lean away from the court, causing the immediate jump to your feet more difficult. My opinion, that led to alumni not in the club to not be as responsive. Hope we don't make the same mistake with new football seats. There you go. Okay. I, um, you know, I, I, Number one, I think uh, the O-Dome is really – Exact Tech is really nice. I got here right at the end of, of that, that process. It was opening, right? And so um, I was at some O-Dome games in the uh, old configuration. But uh, certainly anything we do with any facility, including whether it was you know baseball, softball, or upcoming with the Swamp, um, making sure the fans have an opportunity to, to create a great atmosphere is going to be really important. Uh, boy, I, I have an email here. Mike, th- I, I can't possibly read this. This is like longer than War and Peace. So if you're going to email uh, for Scott, just, just get us something that you know we can, we can get on here, uh, and we will do that. Uh, I do have one here. Larry says, Hi, Scott. Happy New Year. Thanks for appearing on the show. I don't think anybody would dispute that college football is in the state of disarray. 76 million coaches buy out. Uh, 63-3 Orange Bowl score. I'm guessing there's also widespread belief college football needs a transformation. What role in that national transformation do you see for yourself and President Sass? Uh, yeah, Larry is right. There's uh, Obviously, we're in a, uh, a, a, a period of sea change, if you will, in college athletics with NIL, Transfer Portal, um, the, the lawsuits that are ongoing that are going to have a dramatic impact. Um, really, uh, to answer Larry's question, the, the role the University of Florida is going to play is, from a leadership standpoint, is members of the SEC because a lot of um, the the decisions that need to be made really need to be made at the conference level. And uh, obviously, we're fortunate to have a great commissioner in Greg Sankey, and and uh, we're a league that uh, a lot of people looks to for leadership. And um, you know, Florida has a big voice within the SEC. Uh, uh, you know, and and we you know it's a strong group that works well together. Let's get uh, Bernard on the phone here. Bernard, hello. 
Hey, Steve, a happy belated birthday to you and, and Scott. Scott, I think that with the facilities, since you've been here, you're doing a tremendous job. I know that sometimes, uh, to be honest, it can be a thankless job. You know, you get blamed for things you have no control over. But I'm an avid Gator fan. I graduated in 1981. I just have to ask this question, and I want, it's not a question. I'm going to come in, and I want you to uh, come in on it. this narrative that I still on the message board is that the UAA is not perfectly aligned with, and that's one of the reasons that we're having problems in our football program is that there's some holdovers from Jeremy Foley's tenure at Florida, and they think one way, and it's not forward thinking. It's like, for example, Mark Hart is no longer strength and conditioning, but because I, from what I'm hearing, I may be incorrect, He's owed two years on his contract. You 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 have to find a place from here. You guys don't like the uh, pay bows and, and all this kind of thing. And that you're not all in on having a championship caliber football program. So I, you know, I, I would like for you to come in on that, please. Yeah, yeah, Bernard. Bernard, I, I appreciate you bringing that up. That is uh, that cannot be further from the truth. There's. Um, uh, we have one goal we talk about in the UAA, and that is we want to create a championship experience with integrity. And um, we don't talk about there, – there's not a lot of buts on that, right? You know, we don't say we want to create a championship experience with integrity only if it, you know, if it if it's affordable or only if it's, um, you know, if it's if it fits with a certain, a certain uh, approach or a certain opinion. Uh, we want all of our coaches and all of our student athletes to be successful. And, and the, the, the situation you referenced with the, in the strength program, that, that's, just, that's just flat out incorrect, right? What you described is not accurate. And so people who are propagating that are just making stuff up. And so you just you need to be careful. Uh, you know, if I wouldn't get your medical advice from the Internet because it probably wouldn't be uh, very good for your long-term health is what I'm saying there. But um, 100%, you know, we are we do everything we can to support our coaches and, and um, support our athletes, and that will never change. So, Steve, oh, Scott, I guess I'm going to say this. Okay, I'm good. i got to be quick, Bernard. i got a lot of people uh, to get through here. I'm very – I'm a very positive Gator fan. I'm always positive, but sometimes, you know, there's negativity. But I'm going to stay positive, and I want the Gators to be the best they can be, man. You, you take care and continue doing a great job. Bernard, okay. I appreciate Thanks, the Bernard. call. Thank you, sir. Steven says, uh, I think it's exciting, Scott, to have Texas and Oklahoma coming to Gainesville in all sports in the future. Your thoughts? Absolutely. It's, you know, this was announced in 21 that they were coming, and, and it's been a long wait, and here we are. In the fall of 24, we're going to get to see it for the first time. It's Those are two programs that fit the ethos and the culture of the Southeastern Conference. We talk about it just means more. Uh, but, you know, when you think about that, Texas know you f- fit right in with the rest of us. Uh, our football team gets to go to Austin in November, which will be uh, the first time we play one of those two in that sport. But obviously, you start thinking about some of the other matchups because of the caliber of their programs. You know, Texas has won back-to-back national titles in volleyball. Um, uh that we're, that we're, you know, Mary Weiss's team is going to get to go up against them on a regular basis. Uh, gymnastics and softball and baseball and you know basketballs. It's it's uh, it's going to be great uh, competition. Uh, it's going to make the SEC only that much stronger, and it's what makes our league great. Uh, I know somebody will probably ask this, but I'll do it. Any update with the swamp? And you, you hired the firm. Anything? Any yeah. update you can bring? Yeah, we've hired the architect firm, and and um, I, there's an 
I would like to address a couple things. And um, there's a narrative out there because of, you know, we've been studying what to do at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium for several years, even going back pre-pandemic. And I think at one point we've mentioned that there there's a possibility we might have to reduce capacity. Um, that is not the goal. The goal is to allow the, have be in a situation where the, we can have the same number of Gator fans that have been coming the last 30 years be able to continue to come. So in a perfect world, we don't impact capacity negatively and we're able to still be at the same number. Um, we also understand that uh, this is a, the swamp is a bit of a public trust, right? It is such an iconic venue. And you've heard me reference Fenway Park and Wrigley Field and mm-hmm. Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. And ironically, the design team we selected that was selected to, that we're going to begin working with is Crawford Architects out of Kansas City. They actually worked on Lambeau Field. And so if you follow the NFL, uh, you, you remember Soldier Field in Chicago used to have those iconic columns that you could see yes. from the field. Yes. And they renovated that stadium you know, 15-plus years ago and I think really messed up what makes it iconic, right? It just feels like a, some kind of modern stadium. Yeah, They've stadium. lost the uniqueness of it. Yes. Um, whereas Lambeau, the Packers – they had this this historic stadium, which happens to be the oldest in the NFL, and they renovated and updated it, and it feels like it's always felt. It's just uh, they've they've done some upgrades, and and almost uh, the term that I think of is more of a restoration. That's what I see us doing with the swamp. It's why we selected Crawford because they understand how important it is that we keep the the uniqueness of the swamp, the wing walls, the proximity of the fans to the field, not putting a bunch of chairbacks everywhere just because uh, because that does take away from what makes it unique. So um, we're going to be very careful, uh, whatever we do, and we don't really know exactly what that is yet. We'll start these plans here in the next 8 to 12 months. We'll have an idea that we'll be able to bring the Gator Nation and say, hey, this is, this is the vision. And uh, that's, that's going to be significant because, obviously, it's, it's the most important uh, facility we have. Well, uh, segue to Alan's call. Alan, hello. Good, good afternoon, um, Scott. I, my name is Alan. I live in Atlanta. And um, my, my family, we've had uh, season tickets since the, the late 80s. And um, as a longtime Gator fan, sat in, a lot of, sat in seats a lot. Um, I'm, I'm one of the crews that's excited to hear about um, upgrades to the stadium that are being proposed. I don't have a lot of specifics on it. Um, I'd like to hear more about um, what type of improvements um, you're working on. And I, I just caught the tail end of your answer on the other call. So um, I, I, anyway, yeah, I, I, I just want I, you to know there's a, lot of, there's a lot of pushback, but I'm, I'm in the group of people that are saying, yes, please, Make some improvements. Give yeah. us some chair backs. Uh, you know, give us some nicer uh, facilities in a lot of different ways. Um, it's important to the long term, from my perspective, to the long term success of Gator football. So, yeah, Alan, I, and, and you, what you just speak spoke of is um, is is part of the challenge. It's actually a fun challenge to try to figure out is how do you uh, how do we maintain the unique environment in the swamp and at the same time. Um, make sure that it's going to be around to benefit generations for years to come because there there's some there's some some issues that need to be addressed 
some safety issues to, that need to be addressed. Um, we don't have enough gates for the number of people we're putting in there. Uh, our concourses aren't big enough. We don't have enough restrooms. We don't have enough concessions. Uh, we need we need handrails down the aisles. We need wider aisles. Uh, we need to we need to uh, update and spruce up all of our current premium areas. We need to look for ways we could add additional premium areas. But we also, as I said, need to make sure that we we keep it. Uh, a really tight, loud, intimidating place for the Gators to play in. And so, Alan, I, I, uh, I, I think we're going to be able to uh, satisfy both of those groups, if you will, the people who, who you know, don't are scared that any change will take away from what makes it special. Uh, I, think we can, I think we can keep what makes it special and at the same time provide some amenities and some uh, a better overall experience that people are going to be really happy with. And, and again, if you are a fan of some of these uh, these uh, teams in pro sports that have that have done this, and I mentioned Wrigley Field and Fenway because they are such good examples, where they went in and they took 15 uh, foot wide concourses and made them 50 foot wide and added all these other things. But you walk on the concourse and it feels like it's been there from from the start of time. As far as it doesn't feel different than what it's always been. That's just one small example, but I, I think we can. I think we can thread that needle, and it's going to be exciting to to give it a shot. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, Alan. Appreciate the call. Uh, and quickly here, well, let's let's take a break. Twelve seventeen. Time check brought to you by Hayes Generally More with the Gator Athletic Director Scott Strickland. He's here for the hour. Your questions, calls, and comments. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Remember back when you learned how to ride a bike? You needed courage, determination, and some band-aids for those bumps and bruises. But when it was all said and done, what you really needed was balance. At Radiant Credit Union, we're paving the path for your financial future with our balance transfer offer. Right now, you can transfer your high-interest credit card debt to our Radiant Visa credit card with a super low intro rate, plus no balance transfer fee or annual fee. Visit radiantcu.org balance and start saving today. Federally insured by NCUA. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin up just south on the party, this is more so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistibly soft and hella nice. The creep is always sucked. It's our party wine. She's crushing in the Charmin Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. 
the WRUF radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Welcome back. 392-8255. The Gator Athletic Director Scott Strickland is here to answer your questions, calls, uh, and comments. Uh, Adrian says, after three-plus years of NIL, two different football coaches, two different collectives, has your opinion changed relative to the role of the UAA, university, and even yourself having uh, regarding the approach with NIL? Well, I'll even start with this. Scott will elaborate there isn't much the UAA can do because they're not allowed to do it. Yeah, I was, I, I was. That's right, Steve. I was going to say we, um, UAA is doing everything to the fullest extent that uh, the rules allow. Um, the UAA cannot collect money and give it to the collective. Um, so there's, uh, we we can't give money that you know from tickets or anything else to the collective. What we can do is we can. Um, we can make sure that Gator fans understand how important having really good NIL opportunities are for the success of all of our Gator teams. And, uh, you know, you come into our venue, there's going to be a video about uh, how you can contribute to Gator Collective with our athletes talking about why it's important. You know, we're giving them that platform to do it. Uh, I have spent a lot of time, our coaches have spent a lot of time on the road meeting with potential donors for Florida Victorious. Gator Booster staff has been out. All of the, do- all the, all the people who give through Gator Boosters, our booster staff has communicated to them, hey, here's another opportunity, a way you can help the Gators. And um, we can't sign the gift agreement if you want to give, but we can connect you with the staff from Florida Victorious, and we can explain what it, what it all means. So there's, uh, I actually think we have quite a bit of alignment and uh, so, uh, the the if there's a narrative out there that that's not the case, it's 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 probably just coming from frustrations because uh, our record's not what we want it to be right now. Let's go back to our phones. Hey, Art, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay, Scott, I have a question for you. Do you think you're worthy of your salary, and if so, why? Art, I um, I, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. To be honest with you, I. But you know, I, I see a clause. I see a clause in your contract that gives you over two hundred thousand for media availability, and you're never out and about talking about the football team. All the fans are upset, and and you're nowhere to be found. I mean, explain. I I haven't turned down any media requests, Art. So I I, I I'm a pretty available. I talk to the media, uh, at basketball games, home events. Um, Steve asked me to come on. I had a conflict last week. I'm here today. I uh, I don't okay. hide. I get that, but the but the team is doing terrible, and people want to you know some reassurance, and 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 nobody's hearing anything, and they got a hundred million dollar football facility, and and they're not as they're not as good as they were before they had it. So I want things to go well. I wish everybody the best, but I just I want to hear your explaining. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Thank Art. Uh, let's uh, we got Sai uh, says. Oh, I'm sorry, Ellen. Um, here equipment is moving for next season's gymnastics meets. That includes moving the floor exercise to one end of the arena. Wondering if this will allow the best fan view for all in the O'Connell Center. Floor exercise is the event everybody wants to see. Moving the floor to one side would likely make viewing the marquee event harder 
the, for the majority of fans in the arena. Right. So she uh, she is correct. There is going to be a, a reorganization of the of the apparatuses uh, in order to provide more seating. So we're going to be able to bring out a section of seating so more people will be able to come. And obviously, gymnast, gymnastics is incredibly popular, what Jenny and that program have done. So uh, there is going to have to be a, a, a moving around of things in order to accommodate more fans. And, uh, the, you know, the, uh, uh, I, I, I believe we'll do it in a way where people will still be able to, to, to see everything and, and have a really good uh, interaction with the programming. Okay, there you go, Ellen. Uh, Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, Steve, enjoying it and enjoying what you do, Scott. I appreciate all your hard work. I haven't been in the baseball stadium, but I plan to go this uh, spring. Great. Um, my question for you, Scott, is, is this. is I'm not a lawyer. I'm the son of a late lawyer, but I'm not a lawyer. Why can't I go buy a Gator jersey and go into Champs or whatever, you know, not picking out a, a retailer, and go in there and see a sign that says 10% of your football jersey purchases will go to the NIL? Just to simplify it, and I'm just using football or basketball. Well, when you buy a jersey with a player's name on it, that player is getting a portion of those jersey sales. Okay, so that's what it was originally for, right? NIL. Correct. Okay, so why can't we do something with, like, men's Gator basketball jerseys and say, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. You guys own the rights to the Gator things. I was actually going to sell buttons one time back in the day, and I had to go in there and, and get all this legalese paperwork done and stuff. I ended up not doing it. But my question to you is I just think if you guys could do some kind of – Co-op. I mean, everybody. Two, two companies are doing co-ops all the time, and then combine it with the NIL. I just think it could produce a lot of fruit for you guys, and maybe just extra, you know, million here, million there. But just an idea, and I appreciate your hard work, Scott. Thank you, Greg. I, I, Greg, what you're describing is it happens now if the player's name is on it, I, and I don't know if he's off now, but I don't know if he was asking uh, if we would share a portion of a of a generic Gator shirt, if you will, that doesn't have a player name. And the instability rules are pretty clear that that is not allowed. But if it does have the player's name on it, the player is getting a share of that, which is, you know, the kind of the, if you think about the Tim Tebow phenomenon that, yes. you know, Tim could not share in that back in the day. Uh, if, Graham, if, if someone sells number 15 with Mertz on the back, Graham Mertz is getting a portion of that today. Yep. Another thing that I've gotten calls on. Uh, oh, 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 Let me, I, I believe you can go to FloridaGators.com, the, the, the online team store. And you can actually select which player's jersey you want. So oh. if you can't find it at retail uh, at a, in a store, you could actually go and order it online with the player, specific player's number you want. And, um, and that player, again, will get a portion of that. Oh, okay. Um, I've gotten some calls on this, Scott. I think there's some confusion that I think a lot of people that are Gator fans think they have to make a choice. Either I give to something like Gator Boosters or I give to something like NIL. They're not mutually exclusive, correct? There's not. And actually, I would tell you that so, so college athletics is unique in our country, as we all know, because the only way that we get talent to join our programs is through recruiting. We don't have a draft. We don't have kids aren't districted like they are in high school or junior high. So recruiting, everything becomes about recruiting. And before NILs, we all know uh, your history of success, your quality of your coaching, your facilities, your fan support, the academics. Those were all important factors that young people were deciding. And if you were weak in any of those, you had, you had something you had to overcome. Mm-hmm. Where NIL now is, is in that group, right? It's up there with fan support. It's up there with facilities, coaching. And if you're, if you're weak in one of those areas – 
then it's going to be harder for you to recruit to the level you want to recruit to. So now there are those who think that recruit that NIL is all that matters. I don't think that's right either. And we've gone through a couple cycles of recruiting now to understand that it, kids don't always follow uh, the highest NIL opportunity, but you've got to be competitive in that space to go along with these other things. And so it's really important that the Gators that it's important to the Gators that Florida victorious is successful. And to the, the, the most efficient thing would be if the UAA or Gator boosters could support Florida victorious directly. And you and we just talked about it. Mm -hmm. That would be the most efficient, cleanest way to go about it. But the NCAA rules do not allow that. And so we have to set up a separate third-party entity outside the UAA, which is what Florida Victorious is, and um, do everything we can to, to educate people as to why we need them to be successful and how they can help. And I'll try to simplify. If, if I had a pool of money, if I had $100,000, I can give $50,000 for NIL. I can give $50,000 for Gator Boosters. Correct. Right? There's and, no and we have a lot of Gators who do just that. They, 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 will, you know, they have some money. You know, in fundraising, at the end of the day, the donor decides how their money is going to be used. And it's the job of the fundraiser or the fundraising entity to explain what the opportunities are to make an impact. And there's no question that um, the Florida Victorious is an opportunity right now for Gator fans to have an impact. D-mail, hang on, get right to you. 1229, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Gator Athletic Director Scott Strickland here for the balance of the hour. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You can make the decision right now to get lasting relief from that awful joint pain for 2024. Hey, it's Storm Roberts. Don't go another year compromising because of that pain in your knees or shoulder. Call QC Kinetics now. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. Your body has what it needs to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue, and QC Kinetics can make it happen. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The future of pain treatments has arrived, and QC has tens of thousands of satisfied patients all over America. America. People with back pain, hip pain, any pain associated with arthritis or an injury, it's not a Band-Aid. It's a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again. Get your life back and listen, it's non-surgical. If this is the year you decide to fight back against that pain, take the first step now and call QC Kinetics. Get a free consultation on the calendar today. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence, and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth, because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. 
What's that sound? That's the sound of Downy Unstoppable Scent Beads going into your washing machine and giving your clothes freshness that lasts all day long. There it is again. It's like music to your ears or more like music to your nose. That freshness is irresistible. Let's get a Downy Unstoppable bottle shake. And now a sniff solo. Nice. Get six times longer lasting freshness plus odor protection with Downy Unstoppable's in-wash scent beads. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Increasing clouds and turning humid highs today in the mid-60s. We'll have a slight chance for a passing shower this evening. Cloudy and muggy overnight with a better chance for a few passing showers tomorrow. Cloudy and windy early. Gusts to 45 miles an hour are possible during the early afternoon when a squall line of storms approaches our area. And those storms could be strong as they pass through. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Football Playoff National Championship presented by AT&T, number one Michigan. This team was focused on winning it all. Who's got it better than us? Number two, Washington. Everybody just collectively just continue to believe our goal is to win a national championship. We're not going to get distracted and forget about that goal. Husky Nation, stand up. Now we're going to the natty, man. The Huskies, the Wolverines. Coverage starts tonight at 630 right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Gator Athletic Director Scott Strickland here for the balance of the hour. He will take your questions, calls, and comments. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com to ask him a question. D. Mill is next. Hello there. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I got you. Go ahead. How you doing? Um, so I just had a few questions all while he was speaking on the UAA. And my first question is who controls the UAA if they're not doing enough? Who who controls on hiring and getting old people out? Because we have a lot of old people that was here under under urban and a lot of problems and they're still around so if a lot of things aren't getting handled the way they should why are we making the changes strictly off the of uaa a d-mail give me a, a we have we have an unbelievable staff an unbelievable staff as talented as anybody in college athletics so give me a specific example of something not getting done like under like under foley like like we still foley's still in the building regardless so of give me a specific put. example of what's not getting done don't talk about people talk about something that's not getting done a certain situation, like okay, I heard you guys bringing up NIL, but we're lo- we're we're losing kids, be- not only because of NIL, it's because of bad coaching. <laughs> we're losing kids because of bad coaching, sir. Dmail, I, I appreciate you your I appreciate your you opinion. Know. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you, man. All right, Dmail, thank you. I, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, let's I, 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 let me say this. Let me say this. And I, I um, there's a um, nobody's happy. When we're not winning football games, and it, hey, nobody's happy. We're not. And if we have, we have twenty one sports, and we talk about wanting to be successful and compete for championships and all of them, and if and if if we're struggling anywhere, it's not it's not good, right? We're not happy about it. And so, um, where we have been in football is really a fifteen year process, right? We have been uh, we've had a lot of variance in our results in the last fifteen years. We have not been consistently successful the way we are in so many other programs. 
And um, when Billy Napier was brought in to be head coach, there was an understanding that for us to get back to where we're not just winning, but winning consistently, so we don't have these these dips, we were going to have to take a more patient approach. We were going to have to uh, maybe go through a little bit short-term pain for, for the long-term benefit. And uh, that's what we've seen the last two years, to be honest with you. We've, um, we, we have taken some steps to set us up for the future to be more successful. And I think we're going to be, begin to see some of the rewards for that patient approach. Um, some of the steps that have been taken uh, in the last two years, some of the steps have been taken since the end of this past season, uh, some of the, the changes Billy's made within the program. Um, the fact that we're going to have – a lot of guys in this roster who are, who aren't going to be freshmen and sophomore anymore. They're going to start matriculating through. You know, um, combined, the national championship teams tonight, Michigan and Washington, they have, between the two of them, freshmen, true freshmen and redshirt freshman starters, how many do you think those two teams have combined tonight? I'd say about five. They have one oh. combined. Between the two of them, one true freshman or redshirt freshman starting. The Gators had seven this year, right? We had 15 freshmen and true freshmen on our two deep this year um michigan i think has three i think washington has three that's not an excuse that's just a a, 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 a fact that to get good in college athletics in all sports you have to get old and you have to stay old and um that is we're in the process of trying to get there and I, I believe in Billy. I believe in the kind of guy he is, the kind of people he brings in the program. Uh, I believe the, in the way he runs the program, and I believe he's going to get it done. Okay. Let's get uh, Daryl on with us. Hi, Daryl. How's it going, guys? Good. Scott, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. I do believe in Coach Napier, and I think he's going to get it turned around. It's like you said, it's a process. My question is, how does the – you know, we're, we are competitive in a lot of sports on campus, more than other schools. So when you say a collective, when you say the, the NIL – How's that money? Does is it go through the whole program to every sport? Because other schools say may not be, you know, as competitive in say volleyball or softball or something, and they might have to spend or allocate as much money to that sport as far as NIL. How does that work? That's a great question, Daryl. So Florida Victorious is engaged with uh, a little over half of the 21 sports we have on campus. Uh, about 220 or so of our 500 athletes have a relationship with Florida Victorious right now. Um, okay. And so football is a, a big driver for their current activity, but they, they, they're involved with quite a few other sports, right? The, the football, the baseball, the softball, the gymnastics, yep. uh, volleyball, women's basketball. So, um, and as they, they have a vision, Florida Victorious has a goal of, of growing their, uh, their, their donations to the point where they can have a relationship with all 500 Gator student athletes across all 21 sports. They are just, okay. you know, they got announced back in April. They're still a growing business. And uh, as, as we can get more and more Gators engaged with them, they have a chance to reach that goal where they're touching all 21 sports. Okay. All right. I just appreciate that, man. You've done a great job, Scott. Thanks Darryl, so much. Thank Darryl. you. Uh, Sam says, want to let you know I appreciate you coming on the show today, even with all the heated calls, and take time to chat with Steve. Hope you can do this quarterly. He does. I mean, he comes on just about quarterly. Uh, Top Jimmy, hello. Hey, good day, Steve. Hey. And Mr. Strickland, good day to you, sir. Hey, Jimmy. Um, haven't, uh, 
I just tuned in, so I hadn't heard if you uh, if you broached the subject in regard to renovations to the swamp, and if so, what level of renovations are you talking about as far as like uh, capacity uh, and or uh, total? I, I personally, that stadium has been there as long as I've been in Gainesville, and I'm 60 years old now. I'm thinking a complete demolition and rebuild, but I don't know. Uh, so that's just uh, just a thought I throw out, and I'll take your thoughts. All right, Jay, um, thank you. We did address it, Jimmy, and and we've we've hired the architect. Uh, we've been studying up to this point. We've actually hired the architect to start the design process. That'll happen uh, over the next eight to twelve months, and um, I, we're <laughs> we we have actually studied what you suggested. But uh, the the thought is, uh, what's unique about the swamp is worth saving there's something sacred in my in, in my mind about what we have and uh, we need to we need to update it we need to enhance it uh, but we need to make sure it continues to stay really special sauce is with us sauce hello hey how's it going good what you got all right so i just joined and um, i just wanted to say thank you all for having me on but i have a couple of questions um one i wanted to touch on the renovations NIL as well as all athletics, not just um, football. <clears throat> but um, I wanted to know, like, what is the vision behind renovating the stadium? Like, what outlook or what goal are you guys focused on right now? And uh, with NIL, what do you guys need to do or what do you guys expect, you know, from fans or just the staff as a whole to, you know, build up all of the sports teams? And my last question is football specific. What can we do? Um, to get back to complete dominance. All right, Sauce. Uh, well, I, I, we've addressed the renovations, uh, and you know, at the risk of repeating ourselves, um, you know, we, there's a lot of things we can touch there. Everything from um, you know how fans enter the gates to what they experience once they're in their seat, and everything in between. And, and we're looking at all that. Um, and again, I think we we discussed the collective piece pretty good as well, um, where you know that. Uh, there's an opportunity for Gator fans to go to Florida Victorious's website, um, s- support that financially, and uh, the the more that we can get people doing that, the more opportunities the Gator athletes are going to have, and and the more opportunities Gator athletes have in NIL, uh, the better chance all of our sports teams are going to be successful. Um, and then that last part, I, I, I'll go back to what I said a second ago, where you're talking about the football team. How can we get back to competing for championships? Um, you know, we've got to, we've got to get older as a roster. Uh, there's a few things we've got to, we've got to, we've got to adjust. And, you know, we've hired a new strength coach, uh, from the NFL. Uh, new, we have a new nutritionist coming on board. We've not announced yet, but he's from the NFL. Uh, obviously had a, a couple new, uh, position coach changes that, that has been made public. Um, but at the end of the day, we've got to, we've got to take this group of this core group of kids, which I, I think we've got a really good core group of kids right now. Um, and they're really hungry. You know, I talk to them. They, they have a bit of a chip on their shoulder because they came to Florida because they want to win and they want to compete for championships. Um, we've, got to, we've got to continue to develop them, uh, bring in the talented guys we're bringing. You know, we brought in the top quarterback in the country, National Gatorade Player of the Year, and uh, 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 DJ. Uh, you know, LJ McRae's coming in, probably the top defensive lineman in the country, two of the top linebackers in the country. We have a lot of high-end talent coming in. And I think it's just uh, we've got to continue to grow that. And as I said earlier, I, I believe that uh, we're going to be, we're going to be re- rewarded for the patience we've shown here. 
All right, Sauce, thank you very much. Uh, well, we got a lot of calls to take and only one more segment to do it and a lot of emails as well. One from James, quickly. With NIL, is there any opportunity to have Title IX restrictions reevaluated to allow for more men's sports? That is a federal law, and so it's not as simple as the SEC or the NCAA changing that. And, and um, it is a consideration as we allocate funds to make sure that we are in compliance with Title IX. And Rodney says a football season ticket holder for 42 years, seats are too small tailgate group and the people who sit around me feel the same way. Hope we're going to address that in the renovation plans, which is going to be yes. addressed. Yes, for sure. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We've got literally five people waiting to talk to Scott. So when you call, just get to your question pretty quickly so give Scott a chance to answer, okay? ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like-new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no-hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy, it's time to select selectmotorcar.us. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked! And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Okay, because again, we have so many emails. When you call in, just give me your call. Scott will answer your question, and uh, we'll go on. Uh, Jose, who's the first caller here? I want to take him in order here. Okay, that'll be Andrew. Andrew, go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of a silly question. I was wondering if, uh, is your job uh, 
a fun job? Is it like uh, mainly stressful? Or uh, and I was wondering, um, do, you, do you get any perks with the job? Like, do you get to have fun? Like, come out the tunnel with the guys? What's it like? <laughs> All right, Andrew. Thanks, thank Andrew. You. Uh, right, there you go, guys. Different. Is it is it fun and is it stressful? Yes. Um, and yes. And yes. <laughs> uh, I get a I get a good parking spot. That's a perk. Uh, I get to go to a lot of Gator games. That's a perk. Uh, I get to be around. I think the the best fan base in college football. You know, sometimes at a at a at a home sporting event, I'll just stand in the concourse and see if anybody comes up and says hello. And that's always a lot of fun. Just to interact with people who love the Gators. A lot of people have thoughts and ideas and opinions, and they want to give advice, which is great. Uh, that's what makes it really cool. Um, but you know, at the end of the day. Uh, the, the job's about uh, trying to do everything you can to support our, our athletes and our coaches and trying to help the Gators be as successful as possible. When, and when we win, it's a lot of fun. And when we lose, I, I, uh, I'm as uh, disappointed as any fan out there. Jamal, welcome to the show. Yes, yeah, Scott, I have a quick question. You, I, you said something about us being a young team. And when Billy first got here, he always said he wanted to recruit for 25 players each year. We've yet to do that. And we've lost a lot of the players for that first class. I want to know what you know, are we working to get get to the point where we're not losing players and recruiting full classes. Yeah, um, you know the 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 transfer portal. It's amazing. You know, Billy Billy was hired. I think like right when that was all changing, and the model has changed quite a bit because. Um, one of the ways you get older these days is you can go and get kids out of the transfer portal, right? And that and and traditionally, uh, you know, that wasn't the case. Now, I I think ideally you're still building your program through high school recruiting. That's still really important, especially in a state like Florida. Um, but it's it's the model has certainly changed there, and and um, and you know, some sometimes you have kids who who leave the program because they're not playing enough, and and you kind of understand that and. And um, you understand why they'd want to go to a different place. Maybe they have more opportunities. And sometimes we've had it happen. We have guys who are playing, and they they leave. And I, what I would tell you is that is something that every school in college football is dealing with, right? Now, just and not to pick on them, but Alabama a week ago today played in the Rose Bowl, and their starting center, who I think has started for two years, the next day went in the transfer portal. So here he is starting on a team that's won the SEC and is playing in the in the CFP. And he's in the transfer portal the next day. So th- it is it is a universal issue and um, something that uh, the teams that do the better job of retaining their players are going to have the best chance of success. And, and we work really hard at creating a great uh, experience for athletes. And the other part of it is you got to win, right? And that's something we talk about. We're not we're not going to. Uh, we haven't won at the level the Gators need to win at, and we need to we need to find a way to do that soon. Jamal, thank you for your call. Brandon, welcome. Hey, Scott. I got a two-part question for you. Um, the first one is, are you concerned from the admission standpoint where past alumni and even, you know, legacy uh, players where their, um, you know, children, um, grandchildren, people like that, uh, do not get accepted into the university? I can see where that can impact, you know, um, ticket sales, you know, boosters, things like that. I just kind of see that going on now with the emission standards being so high. And then my second question is, is why do we allow the opposing teams the first six to seven rows behind their bench when that's not reciprocated when we go to, you know, other stadiums on away games? 
Yeah, Brandon, uh, the admissions piece is, is obviously uh, a university-wide uh, decision. As we have risen in the rankings, number one public university in the country, that's, that's going to be a part of that. Um, and we do, unfortunately, have some legacies that get impacted by that. And, and, you know, that's unfortunate because those relationships are really important. Uh, but that's uh, not, not to, not to kind of sidestep the question, but really that's, that's probably not a question for the director of athletics. Um, but the, uh, the second one about the visiting seating. So the SEC rules, we have to give 2,000 seats in the lower level between the goal lines to the visiting team fans. Um, and so everywhere we go, we get that. Right, and so we have chosen because of uh, the section where we put the visiting teams in that southeast corner doesn't quite have 2,000. Uh, we've got to put them on lower level somewhere. And candidly, the first two or three rows uh, on that east side are not the most desirable seats. Right, you got football players standing in front of you; you can't really see the field great, um, and uh, the sun's on you. You're surrounded by our students. It's candidly not a great seat. I, ironically, LSU does the same thing. When we go there, we get a strip of, of seats in the first couple rows behind our bench in Baton Rouge. And they're really not great seats. Even though you're right there from a proximity standpoint, you don't really get a great – you end up watching probably the video board to see the game most of the time. Okay. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, Tony, welcome. Tony, go ahead. Okay, Tony's not there. Okay, uh, quickly, uh, Bob says – how can football players get older when many and most of your best players enter the portal? Um, we, yeah, we, yeah, we discussed that. Yep. Uh, Brandon says, uh, what grade would you give the state of the football program at this point? Are we at a level that can be consistent moving forward? Uh, what would be a successful or not successful football season next year? And then he already, you already asked about the best thing about your job you've already kind of talked about. Yeah. Um, you know, we need to, we need to win games. Right, we need. Uh, I, I think we've all been uh, understood the situation we're in, and and we've uh, you know seen the frustrations of, of the last few years, and um, you know I, I think if Billy Napier were sitting here, he'd be the first to tell you we we need to win ball games, and there's you can dig into we got to get better on defense, and that's been you know probably the last four or five years Gator defense is not it's not just that's not been a Billy Napier issue that's gone back a little bit further for some reason. Uh, that's not been there. That's got to get fixed. And uh, if that gets fixed, a lot of things start changing about uh, the results that, that we also desperately want. Um, we're not where we want to be, but I think we are on the path to, to being where we want to be, which is competing for championships. Kenny says, uh, thanks for the show. Thanks for, thank you for the statement of how to grow the program. We have to take a patient approach. Totally agree. We can't have a rotating door if we're to build a foundation. Thanks for hanging in there and uh, being patient. Um, Mike says, uh, don't tell me we don't have the money. If that's the case, why have a huge staff to start with? Thought TV money was supposed to be a windfall for the universities. Can none of that money be used to pay for NIL? Correct. None of, that, none of the TV money can be directed to NIL. Yes. Um, by, by NCAA rule. That's not a UAA rule. That's a, not, a U, not a state of Florida. That's an NCAA rule. And he says, if not, the fans are getting the shaft by having to pay for something they don't want. Well, that's not something Florida. That, that's a, a, an NCAA rule. Yeah, I would contact your congressman. <laughs> uh, uh, BB says, uh, what rules would you implement concerning NIL deals, transfers, and bowl opt-outs if you had the power? Ooh, 
that's a that's a that's a wow that's a lot um you know there there's going to come a day you know every decision that's gotten made in college athletics gets made top down right so the the schools the presidents the ad's the commissioners they pass these rules and in in pro sports uh, the, the 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 league offices can't unilaterally make decisions. They have to make those decisions in conjunction with the players' associations. And so um, the, I, I'm hesitant to say this because of all the lawsuits going on. I don't want to get deposed. But I think at some <laughs> point we need athlete voice in the decisions that are being made because um, right now we are facing – I say we, college athletics is facing all these antitrust concerns – because they're unilaterally making decisions. And so the answer to get away from the antitrust concerns is just say, okay, do whatever you want, transfer as much as you want. And I just don't know that that is healthy or sustainable long-term. And the answer is to figure out a model where you have some structure around player acquisition, talent acquisition, and um, and retention. Um, and it's, it is, we've got three or four minutes here. It's, that's, that's a... Probably an, an hour-long conversation about what all that means. Real quick, you mentioned some of the hires from the NFL. Is college becoming more of an NFL model? Uh, sure. Uh, in a, well, in a lot of ways. It's interesting that uh, you hear college coaches who uh, come – every now and then you hear a college coach say, boy, the NFL would be really appealing because you don't have to worry about recruiting, right? And then you hear NFL coaches who say, you know, college might be really appealing because you get to deal with people younger stage in life and, and you have more of an impact because it's just a business in the NFL and here you get to actually help mold and shape people. So it, 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 we are looking more and more like the NFL, but uh, without the, the structure, <laughs> without the, the draft, with, you know, there's a lot of things that are unique and different about college athletics. Okay, uh, Tony, quickly, go ahead. Hey, quickly, guys. Hey, um, Scott, if Billy doesn't work out, do you think you get to make a third football hire for the University of Florida? Tony, I believe in Billy, and I think he's going to be here a long, long time. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. Uh, Okay. Go ahead and take that real quick, and and we'll try to get it here. Um, And uh, I want to thank you, Scott, first of all, for coming on, um, and I always appreciate when you do it. Anything else? I mean, we've talked a lot about subjects we thought we would talk about. Is there anything that, in the end here, uh, you, you want to bring up? You know, I, I, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that because this is something that gets no attention whatsoever, and I know everybody's going to roll their eyes, but it's something that that I think is really important because we are at the number one public university in the country. Uh, it's a challenging academic environment, but uh, our student athletes this past semester had the highest grade point average in the history of Florida athletics, and and um, a lot of you know we have 21 teams, they all contribute to that, but our football program had its highest grade point average collectively in the history of Florida football. And so um, I think that says a little bit about the, the caliber of the young men in the program. And um, to me, people who take care of their business in all phases of their life, uh, you know, and they, they end up being successful in, in everything they do. Um, it tells me that, that that's going to be a bellwether for a lot of good things, good days ahead for Gator football. Okay. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, sir. Gator Athletic Director Scott Strickland been our guest here in Hour 1 of Sports Scene. Hour 2 is coming up. We'll talk about tonight's championship game, who you got, and we'll talk what you want to talk about in sports. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542, 802-341-4542, 802-341-4542, 802-341-4542, that's 802-341-4542. Remember back when you learned how to ride a bike? You needed courage, determination, and some band-aids for those bumps and bruises. But when it was all said and done, what you really needed was balance. At Radiant Credit Union, we're paving the path for your financial future with our balance transfer offer. Right now, you can transfer your high-interest credit card debt to our Radiant Visa credit card with a super low intro rate, plus no balance transfer fee or annual fee. Visit RadiantCU.org balance and start saving today. Federally insured by NCUA. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98 1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for making us part of your day as you listen to ESPN 98 1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. And now watch us on Cox Cable 6. Uh, here in Gainesville. Jose Tovar, uh, our producer today. Um, well, look, I, I think, first of all, I give Scott Strickland a lot of props for coming on here and taking some, you know, difficult phone calls, but he gets paid for that, and he understands that, and he was willing to do that. So I'm appreciative. I hope you're appreciative of that, too, uh, for him coming on here uh, to do that. Uh, we'll take your questions, calls, and comments, <clears throat> 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, we'll start with Matt. Matt, hello. Uh, yeah, hi, Steve. Um, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I was hoping to 
just to talk to uh, Mr. Strickland while he's on, but I had to work during that hour. But I do, I do appreciate him coming on to talk to everyone. Hopefully somebody from his office will still hear some of these things this hour. But I've been a booster for the last 20 years at, at the Bull Gator level. So I give a lot of money to the university. And um, I just get frustrated when I hear that our NIL is not competitive with other schools because we have a very strong booster base. And um, I just feel like at this point, like the money that we're giving to the school for our season tickets is not really getting distributed in a way that helps us be competitive in today's environment. And what I'm saying basically is like, I, I would love, you know, if, if this is an initiative or some idea, if, they, if the athletic department could take this, if they decrease the amount of money that boosters had to give by, let's say, 20% for one year and said, hey, listen, we know that the college football has changed. We appreciate what you guys have been doing. Um, NIL is very important. We're going to decrease everybody's booster fees by 20%. Do with that money what you want, but everybody who's passionate about University of Florida and wants to see the Gators get better, I know what they were they would do with that money there. So I know that fiscally there is a backlash on the budget for the Athletic Association, but they do have a lot of money coming in from other entities that everybody's been talking about, the network revenues and such, sponsorships. So I think it could be a short-term decrease from the booster side, but if you get the NIL better and we get better players in, I think that then the NIL will start to take uh, take motion from there. So, anyway, um, any, do you have any thoughts about that concept? I do. Um, I think there's a lot in that, and I think sometimes, and I think this came out in the first hour today, there is either a lot or some misunderstanding when it comes to the UAA, when it comes to NIL, okay? And I've, yes. I've said this forever. The UAA can do nothing when it comes to NIL. They can't. The NCAA prohibits it. Now, as a booster, okay, you still have to, the university or the athletic association still has to think about upgrading facilities, think of, you know, those kinds of things because, you know, isn't it ironic that, you know, two, three, four years ago, what was the big talking point? We got to get facility. facility. We got to have a facility. Yeah. We got to have a facility. Now nobody talks yeah. about that, right? Nobody. Yeah. Well, you still need that. You still need to keep up in that sense. So they still have to raise money for those types of things. But it doesn't yeah. preclude I mean, anybody from giving money to Florida Victorious. Yeah. No, I mean, and and obviously with facilities and other things like that, there is much more um, pathways that money can come into that. It, it, every all that the NIL can come from apparently is just the boosters that have been you know tapped on the shoulders for years and now are getting squeezed even more for money if if we want to feel like that we care enough for our program to stand. Well, let me ask this question so, of you, Matt. Do you think yeah. it's the same at the other schools? Well, uh, the difference is is that our our fan base has been dealing with three uh, four years of like losing. Football. Okay, thank so, I mean, thank I, you very I, much. I get, you, so, so I think if we if we were winning more, the NIL would kick up. But I mean, how do we start winning more? We got to get better players, and if we don't have the NIL support, I mean, it'd be hard for me to talk someone into like, hey, give money to this, you know, this losing program the last couple of years. But if we if we start keeping these players, you know, that we've been losing at the end of our recruiting and then the transfer portal, like I, the product on the field will get better and the excitement will kick up. Let me so let I, me ask I, this, I Matt. Let me ask this. Yeah, Has Texas A and M been winning. Um, well, I mean, listen, okay, there are differences in the fan bases. We do not have oil oh, money in Florida. Well, now, we live in a state. Well, uh, I, I know. 
But, but I mean, nothing's going to change with this. So either somebody at U.S. has to start thinking outside the box as far as how to kickstart this. What can we do different? I mean, we're, we're not going to just spontaneously grow mo- more mega boosters off of trees, especially with how, you know, the environment of our team right now. I'm just looking at ways that you could, you know, instead of trying to squeeze blood from the turnip, just use a little bit of the fungi I've coming in and just find ways to deal with the other things short terms. I mean, I'm, it's just a thought. I understand there can be excuses to not do it, but it, but well, there's not excuses. There, there's that, certain things you're not allowed to do. You, but, but the university could certainly decrease their booster fees by 20% and let the fans decide what that meant. I, I understand they couldn't, they couldn't like recruit people to, to do it, but they are saying they support the NIL. And I think we all would know what that sign would be if they're like, we don't need as much of your booster money. We're going to give it some of you back. Do with it what you will. I think they would get a lot of NIL money coming right back to them. Okay. I know from my standpoint, I would give it all back to them. Okay. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate your call. Uh, BB says, I heard a troubling report that ETN was slighted in terms of NIL money when it came to attempt to retain him. I can tell you this without any uh, problem with saying it. ETN... It was the, the NIL was not the issue. It was playing time. It was playing time. He did not want to share time. Now, he's going to have to share time with Georgia with somebody, right? Nobody's going to carry the ball 40 times. But the NIL, did, that was not the reason he left. I'm just telling you that. Shane, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, I was listening to Scott talk earlier, and he said, you know, it's been a 15-year process for the football program to get where it is now. Um, But Scott's been here for seven of those years, almost half the time. I just wanted your thoughts on the job you think he's done. Well, remember, I think this is the problem that a lot of fan bases have. You are sometimes judged on one sport, and I don't think that's fair. Because an athletic director should be judged by the totality of the program. Sure. And Florida's program is very good. Sure. Now, has but, he has he made some hires? You know, um, I think the Todd Golden hire looks to be pretty good now. Um, even though Anthony Nesty was on the staff, he, he hired him as the swim coach, and swimming's very good. But, you know, the highest profile uh, hire, obviously, is football, and that weighs more with the average fan than, you know, hiring a swim coach does. Right. It, and it, 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 but wouldn't football be one of the most important hires, as much money as it generates for that university? Wouldn't you want to make sure that you're, one of your top priorities is nailing that hire and making sure that program is the best it possibly can be? Sure. I, I mean, his two coaches were, I mean, he extended Matt. He extended him. I think he has had a big hand play in where the football program is at today. Well, obviously, if you don't, if you hire Coach X, and Coach X doesn't work out, and I'm the and I'm the athletic director that hired him, then yes, I'm responsible for that. No question. Sure. Well, thanks, Steve. I appreciate okay. you. Yep. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's that speaks for itself. Uh, PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, I like I enjoyed listening to you and Scott, so I just tried to let him speak and figured I'd call now. But it was interesting because one of the questions I would have asked him, but he kind of talked about it, 
was the antitrust lawsuits. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but the NCAA right now has about double digits, 10 major antitrust lawsuits yep. across the country, which are a big deal. So when you just said the NCAA says, oh, the school cannot pay name, image, and likeness, that's an NCAA rule. So I, I was under the impression that later we would see more unionization and that would change it, but I don't think so. Like you saw with the second transfer rule, they can't stop people from transferring. The schools are doing everything they can so they don't have to pay the players directly. And Title IX, you mentioned that, is linked to that because football generates a lot of the money and it's spread across. You know, you send a men's team that might get 20 people attending across the country. I mean, that's a big – or a women's team, you know, that's not generating the money. I just think the schools are doing everything they can so they don't have to pay. And I don't know where that's going, but do you do – you, and, and I'm not saying I agree or disagree – but how fast, I mean, do you think it's going to change quickly again? I mean, with all the change, you know, we're going to get used to this. We're going to get Florida victorious up and running, and then it's going to completely change again. But where, where do you think it's going? What is your best guess? I, I don't have a best guess because I think a lot of it, and I'm not evading the question because a lot of times if you listen to the show regularly, you'll hear me say, I think this is where this is going. But there's one lawsuit in particular that has that has really – garnered my attention and i think it could have a seismic effect on sports okay the i think i think i'm right in this one of the players who filed this was uh chuba hubbard chuba hubbard the guy from the panthers now um they filed a lawsuit it's an antitrust lawsuit uh, seeking compensation for benefits improperly denied before 2021. And a lawsuit that is forcing the NCAA and its schools to reimburse NIL money lost due to past, past restrictions on players getting paid. Imagine that. Yes, with a date. It's like... You know, it doesn't go all the way back because they'd never be able to repay that. Right. Because what, this is what's hard to understand, even for me, but I get it. What was going on shouldn't have been allowed. It, it's a good analogy to be like, you know, you let your kids do it for a long period of time, and then you take it away. And then everybody's like, well, what's going on? You know, like, I, I understand the scholarship was the payment. Everybody agreed. But limiting them was the problem. And then there's all kinds of other problems. But they're under a lot of attack. Uh, in the court system. And, and like I said, you see that with the second transfer rule. They haven't really ruled on that, but they, they issued a stay, which means they can do it because they already see where they're probably going to rule. So I think they're going to lose all those lawsuits. I really do. But anyway, we'll see where it goes, man. Appreciate it. Okay, PG, thank you for your call. Uh, 115 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Road Eber Boys Ranch is a terrific local charity here in the state of Florida, housed in Palatka. It helps at-risk young boys from difficult home environments find their way again. And you have a lot to say with it because they take your donations of either unwanted or unused vehicles of just about any kind, 
They take the vehicles, these kids fix them, repair them, and then they resell them. This is how they learn hands-on skill and get their lives back together again. It's funded by your private donation. That donation, by the way, is a tax-deductible donation. So again, if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. You can make the decision right now to get lasting relief from that awful joint pain for 2024. Hey, it's Storm Roberts. Don't go another year compromising because of that pain in your knees or shoulder. Call QC Kinetics now. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. Your body has what it needs to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue, and QC Kinetics can make it happen. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The future of pain treatments has arrived, and QC has tens of thousands of satisfied patients all over America. People with back pain, hip pain, any pain associated with arthritis or an injury, it's not a Band-Aid. It's a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again. Get your life back and listen, it's non-surgical. If this is the year you decide to fight back against that pain, take the first step now and call QC Kinetics. Get a free consultation on the calendar today. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-445-50. QC Kinetics, 352-445-50. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Ring in the new year with a new ring at International Diamond Center. Here's exciting news. Now through Sunday, you can still get that stunning piece of jewelry and spread your payments over four years with zero interest. Everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands, all the gifts women love every day of every year. But hurry, this amazingly popular offer ends Sunday and will not be extended. Come in now and get her that $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $63 a month. Or that $6,000 diamond eternity band for just $125 a month. And if you're planning that New Year's weekend proposal, we've got you covered with a great selection of ready-to-wear diamond rings starting as low as $800. Say goodbye to 2023 and start off the new year with the ultimate and timeless symbol of love, a diamond from International Diamond Center. Get finance offer details, store hours, and locations at shopidc.com. International Diamond Center, unapproved credit. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Mark says, uh, in any loss, especially one with a chance to upset the number six team in the country, as a fan, I always think back to one or two plays here and there that maybe could affect the game. 
There was the late. There was late in the second half. Gators up by two with the ball. Chance to go up four or five. Cool, inexplicably tried it, but almost looked like a Harlem Globetrotter-esque underhand fastball scoop pass at point-blank range to a seven-footer in hand Lockton, which resulted in a turnover and transition score for UK. From that point on, it was all Kentucky. It wasn't all Kentucky, Mark. The game was close. I mean, a, a play here or there certainly could have changed it, but I don't know that that was the play that changed it. I, I, I wouldn't say that. And Mike says, uh, I don't know what's wrong with Kugel. Either dribbles in the traffic, gets the ball stripped, or throws the ball away. His body language is terrible. Players today can say, I want more NIL money and not going to play hard. Samuel, who usually plays hard, chose not to versus Kentucky. How do you, my God in heaven, how do you know that he chose not to? Let's see. I'm going to go out and play the numbers, whatever they are in the country, on national television. I'm not going to play hard today. I made that decision. He says, I'm not saying the players did that, but in today's out-of-control, player selfish greed, it could happen. Oh, boy. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, NAL reparations, is that where we are now? Uh, who knows where we are right now with all that. <laughs> hey, hey, first off, Steve, we'll move quick with you. Um, Kentucky's always loaded, but they're ultra-loaded this year, and it was a two-point game, right? Sure. I mean, look, Kentucky's young players – have done really, really well. And I thought Florida would win this game because they really have not been road tested. You know, they went to Louisville, but Louisville's terrible. And Kentucky fans, you know, were there in droves. So I thought, I mean, the crowd did its part, but I, I mean, their, their young players are good. They're very, very good. Yeah. It's not like it was a boat race, a blowout or anything. No. Uh, yeah. Moving along here quickly, Steve. Um, we might get a, a bad Super Bowl here and there, hopefully not this year, fingers crossed. But boy, the NFL never disappoints, does it? Well, the NFL loves parity, and it's great when you have as many teams in the league that had a chance to be in the playoffs up until the last week. Now, we may see some stinkers here, you know, in the playoffs. Who knows? But, I mean, I'm sure Roger Goodell is a happy dude today. Hey, one thing for you, Steve, I'll clear out. I want to recommend an article to you, National Championship game tonight, Michael Penix Jr. out of Tampa. Um, Saturday down south, I think the writer's name is Connor O'Gara, or Hare, I guess, if you want to Google that. Uh, Michael Penix's story, uh, Steve, I'm sure you're familiar with it, is uh, more ups and downs than a roller coaster. But I heard um, something new. I heard an Urban Meyer connection today. Do you know anything about Urban Meyer's connection to Michael Penix? I do not. Okay, here it is in a nutshell, real quick. Michael Penix is from Tampa. Um, he got his scholarship jerk. He falls back on the market. Crazy story. Please read the article. It's great entertainment. But anyway, the Tampa his high school coach in Tampa had a connection with Greg Schiano of all people, who was on Herbs, I guess Herbs DC at the time. Says, "Hey man, come back, come here and look at my dude." Schiano uh, calls Ryan Day of all people to go down there and watch Phoenix Jr. pass, I guess, in a private workout in Tampa. Very impressed. Says he's better than anybody in my quarterback room. Goes back up to Columbus. We all think Herb walks on water and the track record says he does. And says, hey, Herb, we got to get this guy. He's anybody. He's better than anybody in my quarterback room. He's throwing an amazing ball. And Herb put the kibosh on it, said he wanted Tate Martell and some other no-name. Think about that for a second. Doesn't mean it would have worked out at Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, every, every coach has their own system, yes, of course. Very smart point there. But um, Herb was rec- recommended to, hey, man, come get Michael Penix, and he chose Tate Martell. What, I guess everybody makes mistakes, right? 
Again, it, for, it, because Penix has done well at Washington, it doesn't necessarily mean you do well other places. But on the surface yeah, of it, I get a, your point. Yeah, there was a second no-name quarterback involved there, too, on their roster. But I guess uh, Tate Martell, what's he doing now, waiting tables in South Beach? See Steve. Thank you. I'll tell you one thing that he does. When he makes a point, it's a hammer. Even though you answer the question, okay, again, I'll say it for the fourth time in the conversation, it doesn't mean he would have worked out at Ohio State. And coaches do make mistakes. Steven says, any guesses on what's going to happen with FSU when they leave the ACC? Uh, they're trying to leave the ACC, Stephen, for sure. But a lot, a lot has to happen between now and then. They are literally right now just trying to sift through that agreement that they signed, that they agreed to, to see if there is a legal possibility for them to leave the league. That's that's where uh, that is currently at right now. Uh, by the way, just a matter of a uh, little house cleaning here. When Gator men's basketball is back for its game Saturday, the, the time of the game got changed for TV. It was originally at 5 o'clock. The game's now going to be at 4 o'clock on Saturday, just an, an FYI for that. And we have not had one phone call today on tonight's national title game. So who's going to win? You know, part of me wants Washington because it would be so ironic that you'll have a national champion from a conference that will no longer exist. Think about that. The next, next year, that conference is out. Ain't no, ain't no such animal. That would be a little ironic, wouldn't it? But either way, as a fan with no skin in the game, competitive game. That's, I think, what we all uh, are kind of looking for. 3928255, we can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. I do want to thank uh, all the folks who called for Scott Strickland today. Um, <coughs> interesting conversations. Um, tomorrow... Uh, on the show, I'm going to talk a little Ole Miss uh, basketball, Florida's next opponent. And then Mike DiRocco is going to join us. How about the Jaguars collapse? How about that? I mean, they, they lost to a team yesterday that had absolutely nothing to play for. And I, I get it. You know, they, they have a key wide receiver who's not played in a while, Lawrence is beat up and banged up, but they've got issues. They've got issues. The Dolphins are in, even though they kind of limp in. Now, how about Buffalo? The Bills were left for dead, and Buffalo now wins the AFC East. It's pretty interesting the way that goes. Um, I got Jonesy. Isn't it funny how just a few years ago it was about the facilities not being up to date? And that was keeping your school from getting recruiters or recruits. You don't even hear about that anymore. It's transfer portal NIL. What's the next big thing that's going to hit college football? He'll, he says there will be four conferences, north, south, east, and west. With your crystal ball, tell me what you think will be the next big thing in college football. Boy, are things changing fast. Um, well, 
I think there'll be super conferences. I think there'll be players that women well, are already getting paid. There'll, there'll be unions, and I think players will be employees. What is looming out there is what I talked about earlier, is this, these antitrust suits that want back pay for players who didn't get it prior to 2021. That is a massive issue. Andrew says the announcers even brought up we weren't going to, I think, buy guys. Is that I think he said, uh, was that part of our strategy? Oh, I'm sorry, this is about basketball. That we weren't going to our big guys. Was that part of our strategy? Samuel didn't do much. I thought Kentucky's big guys did a pretty nice job. Why do we keep letting Shepard shoot free throws? Well, you don't let anybody shoot free throws. You, it, it, I thought John Calipari did a great job in in designing plays to get him open. And how about the one where he was uh, on the on the inbound line and came back in? Another guy came in threw him the ball. That was pretty good. And you can do that. So it isn't a matter of, of Florida letting them right because if you double team him, well then you know somebody else maybe runs down the floor. I get it, right? He was he's their best free throw shooter, but. Credit Calipari and Kentucky, Andrew, for that. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Steve Russell to tell you about the place I've been doing my banking for over 30 years, FICARE Federal Credit Union. It's the best financial institution for Florida health care workers and their families to save money now and for the future. Help yourself with a debt consolidation loan. And there are you-choose rewards for both debit card and low-fixed-rate platinum Visa cards. And it's not too late to start a Christmas Club savings account now to start saving today for next year's holiday gifts. All this and more from FICARE Federal Credit Union online at FICAREFCU.org. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. The incredible Black Eyed Pea Vegan Veggie Burger with Vegan Romalades now on the menu at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It satisfies any carnivore appetite. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. They're open seven days a week. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. My daughter is normally a little goofball. But after a bad night's sleep, she's too tired to be anything. That's why I trust Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated just for kids. Their non-habit-forming, drug-free products help my daughter fall asleep naturally, giving her the rest to be her best. I'm a dinosaur. Her best dinosaur. (laughs) Pure Z's Kids, for ages four and up when needed. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
from the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Increasing clouds and turning humid highs today in the mid-60s. We'll have a slight chance for a passing shower this evening. Cloudy and muggy overnight with a better chance for a few passing showers tomorrow. Cloudy and windy early. Gusts to 45 miles an hour are possible during the early afternoon when a squall line of storms approaches our area. And those storms could be strong as they pass through. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Why would you want to play for Bill Belichick if you're not winning? I mean, it feels like he's going to coach for two more years, maybe three more years. He's going to surpass Don Shula in the all-time victory list. Uh, you know, probably in two years he'll be able to do that. I just want him to coach. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Last half hour of the show today, Russell says, wants Washington to win, but I think Michigan's better, best team in the country didn't play Georgia. Yeah, you can make a case for that, certainly. Uh, Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. You, you want to know when you're a real Gator fanatic? And Man, I watched uh, the, the, the Billy Donovan and them story on ESPN. I'm sure everybody's seen it by now. If I've seen it, I'm so old. But uh, the, the, when they had, especially Joe Kim Noah, how they came from high school, and all of them come together and won that back to back, and just seeing Brew and them come back, man. Steve, I tell you, about I, I thought I was crying, but it wasn't a tear. It was just just happiness, I think. But uh, shout out to the basketball team, Steve. You know, when you can stay with Kentucky, man, you don't celebrate a loss, but man, they were within. That's all I ask. If you can stay that way on every game, some of them you can win. And we were just a turnover, a, a call, or something away. And my, my my last thing, Steve, is on the NFL. Man, I tell you, Jacksonville, Steve, uh, a Trevor better look out, man. He got to do better. And and that team. But let me say this, Steve. You know what the Gators and the Jaguars have in common? You have to have a defense and an offense line. And now it's turned into money. So you can talk about whatever you want to get with the running backs, the ETNs and all those guys. And, the, and so if you can't block, you, you won't do it. And shout out, like you say, to Buffalo and the teams that, that did it, man, Steve, oh, man. And, and let me say this at last, Steve. For people who think people like Tennessee and them, that's what different between pros, the bowl games were yesterday. Did the Titans quit? Man, the NFL got it right, Steve. And it was an injury-prone season. And go NFL. Thanks, Steve. Byron, thank you. One of the things that uh, when, when my time is done in this seat, and that's going to be sooner than later. I, I get asked a lot of times, uh, you know, what's changed? And what's changed is there's just not a discussion anymore of sports. It's, for example, I mean, I, I think the NFL season has been wonderful, and yet nobody really, you know, the Buccaneers are in the playoffs. The Dolphins are in the playoffs. Uh, 
really a good thing, and yet, you know, nobody cares. But if I say, uh, you know, what, what's the best uniform combination Florida has, uh, people would call here all day. By the way, this just happened as well, not surprisingly. The Washington Commanders have fired Ron Rivera. He becomes the second NFL coach uh, to be fired as Arthur Smith was let go uh, in Atlanta. Did you hear this? Tiger Woods and Nike have split after a 27-year relationship. I don't know the whole uh, thing there. And then Bill Belichick. What would happen there? He's not in a, a very Belichick-ish, uh, hasn't said anything. He said, I'm under contract. I'm going to come in and work as hard as I can. Uh, as far as any decisions or direction or anything like that for the next year is way too early for that. If he does leave, wouldn't the L.A. Chargers be a really good place for him? Because he'd have a really good quarterback in Justin Herbert. You know, L.A., uh, they have an opening there, obviously, after Coach Staley was let go. So, uh, yeah, that that could be, if he if he chooses to do that or the Patriots let him go, uh, that's certainly something you could do. Uh, Greg says, rooting for Washington because I can't stand that Harbaugh went to the college football playoff as a cheater. The NCAA took away three one-on-the-field SEC championships from Florida, 84, 85, and 90, but Michigan gets rewarded with a playoff slot when they cheat. Uh, thanks for the show you're missed when you're not here. Uh, I appreciate that, Greg. Let's see. And then uh, Paul. Well, first Patrick says, yeah, orange pants, white top. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the truth. If I did that, I would get a ton of calls. And here's one from John. Did you have any thoughts on the Pat McAfee and ESPN situation? Pat McAfee must have pictures of people or something at ESPN. Because, I mean, look, Pat McAfee is an acquired taste. You either like his type of show and like his attitude, or you don't. I do think in the pregame show that the field goal thing is great. You know, somebody gets to kick a field goal, that's wonderful. I, I love that. Um, but when you call out an ESPN executive, which is what he did, I don't know if you saw that, and basically get away with it, that, that says something. Now, I'll also say this. They have an enormous investment in him. And so, you know, Remember, he said an executive was trying to sabotage his show. Sabotage it. And if you Aaron Rodgers came on the McAfee show, which he always does and gets paid handsomely for that, 
Um, and he said something about Jimmy Kimmel, who, you know, an ABC, ESPN product as well, and released the, the Jeffrey Epstein court documents. Um, the New York Post reported ESPN loses 48% of viewers from its first take lead-in. And it, he says the, the show was down 12% from the same window in 2022. <coughs> so, I don't know. Uh, the company reported, ESPN did, December viewership was up 21% from September for the McAfee show. Um, but very interested to see what happened there. And you don't see that very often. Let's get uh, <clears throat> D on the show. Hi, D. Oh, Steve, good Monday to you. Same to you. Uh, good punch Saturday, man, Steve. Uh, you know, that's that's just a game you you got to win, Steve. Um you know, we talked about it. You know, Tony talked about it. I think after the Michigan game, he said, uh, or the East Carolina game, he said, this team is what they are from the free throw line. And you can't, you cannot shoot 62% from the line at home, Steve. I mean, it's just, it's just unacceptable. And these, I said, it's going to cost us three or four games in the conference. And that's one right there at home against a team uh, you, you should have beat because the thing is, these, these little things count when you are not the more talented team. And Kentucky is more talented than us, but, you know, when you miss this many free throws, man, eventually it comes back to haunt you. And, you know, that's it's, it's going to be Achilles heel all year long. I think it's, it's game game 14 now, so uh, we, we have a pretty good sample size of what it is. Yeah, I mean, there's I, I, I don't disagree. I think there were other things in the game as well. Um, and again, I'm not pointing fingers, but when, you know, Tyree Samuel and Will Richard combined to go one for 14, that doesn't help you. And if you'd have told me that was the case, I thought Florida loses by double digits. And instead, they lose, you know, by a couple points. So, but I hear you. I mean, it, the foul shooting has got to get uh, a little bit better. You know, 18 of 29, what is that, 50 something? No, it's more than that. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's got to get better. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, we got Ole Miss next, and they got worked oh. pretty good by Tennessee. So uh, that's it's going to be a desperation game because no one wants to go, you know, zero and two in the conference. So uh, yeah, it's a, a pretty early gut check for the team. Uh, NFL, right, quick, Steve. Um, man, I I don't know what happened to Jacksonville, man. When you go. Eight and three, uh, you know, five six weeks ago, and you got the number one seed, and you don't, you don't make the playoffs, man. Uh, that's just un- unreal. And some of the play calling down the stretch, it. I mean, why the hell are you sneaking Trevor Lawrence from the two yard line on a bum shoulder? I just, I, I didn't get that play calling, and uh, you know, I, I, I know Jacksonville fans got to be just ripping their hair out because uh, that was a division that was there six weeks ago, and. Now they're home uh, packing their bags. I, you know, Mike DeRocco is going to come on tomorrow because he covers the team. Um, and I saw the Jags, not in person, I saw the Jags play a lot because, that you know, obviously around here, that's the game you get locally the majority of the time. Um, I do think Lawrence's injury, a couple of injuries to the receivers hurt them, but their offensive line has been a problem all year long. 
And I don't think their defensive front's that good either. I mean, obviously, Josh Allen had a hell of a year, you know, playing linebacker. But they've got, in my opinion, I'm interested to see what Mike thinks, issues on, on both lines of scrimmage. I think that's got to get addressed. Yep. Be good, Steve. Okay, D, thank you. Appreciate your call. Uh, Richard's going to pull uh, for Washington because he's not a Big Ten fan in the game. Art says, thanks for having Scott on. I'm going with Washington 31-28. Penix has been fantastic. He's overcome every game. They've been underdogs. Why is he such a low draft prospect? He's not, at times, a, a real accurate thrower. And I think that's been the knock on him, uh, that he's not that way. Um, I've heard that from a scout or two. Um, and I don't know that he'll be a first-round guy. I, mean, I think there's going to be several quarterbacks that will go uh, before he does. And look, that doesn't mean anything, right? I mean, look, look where my Jets quarterback was drafted. Look what he did. So, I mean, there, there's no guarantee of anything. And how about what's happened in Carolina? How about Bryce Young? I mean, that's it was painful to watch that Buccaneer game. Nine nothing, and the Bucks are division champs. Yeah, sometimes it, it helps to play in a division that's not so good. One forty four time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening. To ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you are a Florida health care worker, I want to talk directly to you because I'm going to tell you about the best place you can do your banking and the place I've done mine for over 30 years. FICARE Federal Credit Union, the best financial institution for Florida health care workers and their families to save money now and in the future. You can help yourself with a debt consolidation loan. And there are you choose rewards with both debit card and low fixed rate platinum visa cards. And I've mentioned this a few times. If you're still stinging from the money you spent over the holidays, start a Christmas club now to help save money for next Christmas as well. All this and more from FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online, FICAREFCU.org, FICAREFCU.org. Some of those old injuries, they begin to creep up and things begin to start hurting again. I finally got to the point where I'm like, I can't just wake up and know my knee's going to be bothering me and push through this on a daily basis. Old football injuries can't keep former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter down. So he decided to check out the all-natural regenerative pain treatments at QC Kinetics. I was fortunate enough to obviously sit down with QC and kind of understand your body still has the ability to heal in it. We just need to give it a little bit of a boost. Exactly. QC Kinetics concentrates your body's own healing agents in your painful hips, shoulders, knees, or back. Everyone can say, well, you need to replace this or replace that, but it's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first, especially when it has such great results. QC Kinetics treatments take place the same day right in the office. No downtime. Call today for your complimentary consultation and see if you're a good candidate. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550.
Hello, North Central Florida. With the cooler weather here, it's the perfect time to make memories with the family and friends. So if you're after that big buck or chasing that bull red, Polaris of Gainesville has your ride. The season is upon us, and what better way to chase your game than with a new Polaris Ranger or ATV? With rebates as large as $3,000 and interest rates as low as 1.49%, this is the time to get that worry-free buggy or ATV and upgrade your ride. Polaris of Gainesville is giving top dollar for trades. Don't ignore the call of the wild. It's time to reconnect with nature. If you prefer fishing in skinny water or deep water, Polaris of Gainesville has boats. We carry Key West, Carolina Skiff, Ranger Saltwater, Mako, plus Tahoe, Grizzly, and Tracker Marine. Also, don't forget the little ones, as Polaris of Gainesville carries youth models as well. ATVs and side-by-sides for as little as $100 a month. Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Interest rates are determined by bank with approved credit. Visit us at PolarisofGainesville.com. Every year, millions of people find a health plan at healthcare.gov during open enrollment. They enjoy more doctor visits, Say ah. pick up prescriptions, Thanks. and find the care they need. With the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 a month or less with financial help. Final deadline to enroll is January 16th. Healthcare.gov is here for millions, like you. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Larry says, looking back, maybe Strickland should have hired a coach whose name alone would attract recruits. What do you think of the recent players that have come in from the portal? Seems they're three stars or have no rating, inexperienced or have been hurt. Seems like we're not gaining much ground using the portal. Guess time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. Look, the guys that came in the portal last year from places like Ohio State and Alabama didn't do all that. Um, Intel on a couple of these guys, from what I'm told, is pretty good. Uh, kid coming from Tulane, uh, supposedly is a very, very good player. Um, but you're right. I mean, in the bottom line is here, time will tell. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. Yeah, man, I like some of these portal acquisitions. Steve. It's just not enough, man. It just hasn't been enough. Hopefully there's more coming, man. Um, hey, Steve, you're absolutely correct on the uh, Penix thing. I, see, I actually watch a lot of Washington games. This season, and there's some there's some game speed where he looks like Michael Vick just throwing darts all over the place. And just like Vick, right? Remember when Vick was on? There's not a there wasn't a more beautiful ball in the NFL than Michael Vick throwing darts. And that's how Penix looks sometimes. And then sometimes he's just way off. He's high. He'll be behind receivers. And uh, I think that that scout told you exactly what's going on with him, man. So with that being said. Today's game is going to be fascinating because Michigan, Steve, is going to want to run it down their throat, and Washington is going to want to pass it all over the field. And um, it depends on what panic you get today, right? So how do you see it playing out? Well, first of all, I I watched Michigan play Ohio State, and obviously I watched them play in the semifinal game, and they're really good up front defensively, really good. Mm -hmm. So – do they put pressure on Penix? If they do, 
Can he beat them with his legs? And to your point, if he has to scramble, how accurate will he be in the scrambling process and throwing the ball downfield? I think this is a huge key to the game. And then with Michigan, you know, if you run the ball the way they do, that usually means it's not going to be a you know a real high-scoring game. Now, Washington is not a great defensive team, so could McCarthy become more of a factor? Could be. But I think the lower the score, it favors Michigan. I think the higher the score favors Washington. For sure. I agree there 100%. I hope it's going to be a good game. I got think it's going to be a really good game, Steve. Um, quickly, with basketball – you know, Steve, it's just like what D said, man. I mean, it doesn't matter that the bigs had a had as bad a game as they've had all season. It really didn't matter that Richardson went 0 for 9, right? If you still took care of business at the spot they call the charity strike, Steve, you win that game probably handily because they missed a couple of front ends of one-on-ones too. So um, I don't see it getting any better, obviously. Like I said, they are what they are, and uh, it's going to be a kind of frustrating season with them, Steve-O. But uh, anyways... I'll talk to you later. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Well, look, I guess I'm a sucker. Uh, I'm an eternal optimist. I, I, I hope, you know, as the season goes along, you, you can be better. I get the argument that you might be who you are. Um, but time will tell. William says, um, Byron bringing up the Donovan documentary, you know, when I think of when I see it now, we'll never see it happen again. It's sad. I don't mean from just a Florida perspective. The modern Noah, Torian Green, they transfer because they aren't playing immediately. The core four guys, legitimately the last team you'll ever see that was developed. I enjoyed that, seeing a guy become a better player here. Florida on Saturday started five guys, all five transfers. I watch every game. I pull for Florida, but it's not the same as it once was. The guys out there playing just feel like strangers wearing the uniform. Tell me where I'm wrong. Um, no, I don't think you're wrong. Um, but I guess winning cures everything, William. If, if, if this team and these guys who are, in your words, real strangers were to win a national championship, and I'm just throwing that out there, okay, would you still feel that way? I I don't think so, because they won. But I do understand your point, and I agree with your point that you're not. Chances are you're not going to see programs develop players like you mentioned because of the portal. I don't think there's any question about it. But it doesn't mean that they'd be strangers. Because, look, again, I'll go crazy here. If Florida wins a national championship, they'll always be remembered. Transfer portal or not, they'll go down in Gator history because they won a championship. They would not be strangers. But I do get the point. Uh, Okay, a couple of more emails here. Tomorrow, going to learn more about Ole Miss uh, from talking to Mark Dukes from the Ole Miss Network. Mike DiRocco is going to lament the Jaguars' uh, downfall. Later in the week, uh, Trevor Sikama will talk a little National Football League from Pro Football Focus. Um, 
and we're going to try to get more guests as the week goes along as well. Um, Florida women's basketball, uh, 0 and 2 in the SEC. Uh, again, going on the road, not easy, but you know, losing at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt had some threes yesterday, and that really hurt Florida. So now uh, the Gators have to recover from an 0-2 start, and you sure hope the Gator men won't have to recover from an 0-2 start because they get an Ole Miss team that was absolutely waxed by Tennessee. And you know they'll be revved up to play at home uh, and all of that. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Um, Last two emails. And then we're going to call it a day, unless you have a quick uh, call you want to get in. Um, Bill says, uh, assess Florida's portal gets to this point. I can't. I can't. Look, I think what fans want to see is Florida gets Judkins from Ole Miss. That would resonate. Yeah, great guy. Because you know who he is, you know what he's done. But when some of these guys come here and you don't know who they are, I'm just telling you, DJ Douglas, I've heard good news about, um, the kid from Tulane. Um, but they, that's where they come from, right? And I, I think, I believe I'm correct in this, um, Gerald Chapman on the staff here was on the staff at Tulane, I believe. And that certainly helped uh, in his recruitment. Um, and I'll tell you who's looking to be a pretty good addition already is Will Harris, the new secondary coach. Uh, he's been very aggressive uh, in going out there and uh, getting people. So, um, And it's weird. With Douglas... He's from Alabama, and he was an unranked recruit when he came out of high school. So, again, he's not exactly a household name, and that's, you know, one of the, one of the reasons why Gator fans are looking at when they rate the transfer portal. Florida's not, you know, up there uh, with some of those folks. So that is certainly uh, part of it. Uh, okay. I thought we had a call. Okay. Then our last email is from uh, Harold, and he says, who you got tonight? Uh, I'm picking Washington. I just think they've got enough to outscore Michigan, and I don't really want Michigan to win. And uh, the other thing I said earlier, it would be just the way that college football's landscape is now, it would be a fitting end to this season to have Washington win the thing from a conference that will no longer be in existence. That that just is so that just that just drips irony to me. So that's if nothing else, I'm cor- I'm sort of hoping that happens because of that. All right, that's our show. Our thanks to Gator Athletic Director Scott Strickland for being here and uh, feeling the heat. I took a lot of calls in the first hour, but I appreciate him being here and taking them from you. Uh, And we'll do this again tomorrow. And again, we'll talk some Ole Miss basketball tomorrow. 
Mike DeRocco will talk to Jags, and we'll talk with you and talk sports tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, W251.